Welcome to the Flipping Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. This is the podcast about car flipping, about buying and selling cars for a profit. And I appreciate you coming and joining us. Today's episode is going to be about winning. I thought of this because I, I had a conversation with my beautiful bride the other day. We talked about sports and I guess how much I was missing sports and about all the things that I've learned from organized athletics. I, I still think of myself as an athlete, uh, but I guess it's been a while since anybody else probably thought of me as an athlete. But I learned so much when I played sports and when I coached sports and uh, so many of those things affect me in my everyday activity and I, I thought about what we're facing right now as a country as we sequester ourselves from each other to try to keep each other from getting sick from this virus that we're all facing and uh, it made me think about how organized athletics taught me not just how to win but how to get back up and get back in the game and that's what I hope we all can do as we as we come out of this and, and go into the future, uh, figure out a way to become victorious. And I thought today would be a good idea to talk about that that process with regards to car flipping and, and how you come out on top and how difficult that can be sometimes and how rewarding it is when it happens. So when I come back, we're going to talk about that, about winning talk about a few war stories and uh it'll be fun to, to share some of these thoughts and ideas that i've got uh for you today that come directly from the real thing out there flipping cars so hang out with me just and, and i'll be right back and i apologize for sounding so bad but i got a bad cold myself today be right back flipping genius I wonder if Coach Vince DeMarco is still alive. <laughs> Let me tell you who Coach Vince DeMarco was. I was, I was a fourth or fifth grader. I think I was nine years old when I started to play football. And uh, my first offensive line coach was this guy named Vince DeMarco. And it's so funny I remembered his name because I, I can't remember the head coach's name of this little team. But Coach DeMarco was a great big full-grown man, probably 250-pound man. And I was maybe 105 pounds or something. I was just big enough that I could not carry the football. That was the rule. If you weighed over a certain amount, you couldn't carry the football. And uh, Coach DeMarco would just knock me on my ass. He'd knock me on my ass. I'd get back up. He'd knock me on my ass again. I'd get back up. And I'd be crying, and I'd be mad, you know, and, and he'd just keep knocking me down. And I'd keep getting up. And I remember him just being a SOB, you know, and, and uh, I did not like him. I don't like him now as I think about it. But he taught me something, and he taught me something that every coach after that continued to teach me, continued to teach me that you got to get back up. And I thought, that's the thing I need to talk about right now. i got to talk about the resilience that we have to have as business owners and as car flippers. We have to know it's not going to go all just the way we want it to. And that's something I learned from sports and something I learned over and over again in life in general because the fact is things don't go perfect. So I thought that'd be a good time for me to talk about that, talk about this issue, you know, this, this thing that I learned way back in sports from Coach DeMarco and all the other coaches and all the other things that I that I had to overcome to keep involved in in the game that I love which was mostly football I played a lot of their sports too and and keep 
after that and keep after that and keep getting up and keep getting back in the game. And that's what we all need to do. We need to do it as a country right now as we as we face this this uh, coronavirus and we're all sequestered. And we're all, you know, thinking, when can we get back out and do this? But we're going to have to do it. and We're going to have to get back out there and do it. And we're going to have to find a way to succeed. And that sometimes is something you have to do one vehicle at a time. You buy something, you don't know what's going to happen with that one. you got to find a way to win. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about ways to win on deals, even when you think there's not a win. And then other times when there is a win, and that's just so much fun, too. I thought it would be a good idea to talk to you about some of the deals that I've done in the past and just give you an idea of what they look like in real life in case you're brand new to it. And, again, I want to invite you to send your deals to me, send your questions to me, send your input to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com. So when I come back, we're going to get right into it. I'm going to talk about some deals that I've done in the past, made some notes that I thought I'd share with you, and talk about what kind of things that I've experienced and hopefully the kind of things that you'll experience. And let's talk about winning. Let's get on track. I'll be right back. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Flippin' Genius Podcast. Okay, let's get into winning. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, you, you first start off, and it can go either way, right? It can go really, really bad and just knock you on your butt, and maybe you don't get back in. But I was fortunate, because my first deal, and I got it I, I got a good memory of this. It was a great win, it, it was, and, it, and it really put me on the right course. But um, it could have gone either way. And the funny thing is, the next one is kind of the way that it could have gone. But uh, ran out of the chute. I found my first vehicle on eBay, and I knew about eBay pretty well. This was about twelve years ago. And uh, there was a 2001 Pontiac Grand Prix. It was advertised on eBay from a, a new car dealer that at the time was, was selling their cars on eBay. And I knew how to uh, operate as, a, as an eBay buyer with a sniping software where I would, I would set up the bid so that my bid would go in the last second. And my purchase price that I had set up was $1,050. So I was, I was poised at the last second. My computer dropped that $1,050 and nobody else apparently did it. And boom, I got this car for $1,050, um, which was a great deal. My, my biggest expense in the whole deal was $400 dock fee that the, that the used, they the, car well they're used car dealer too that the car dealer charged me um my uh the only thing i had to do i drove it home all i had to do is clean it up and it was already fairly clean it really wasn't that bad not as bad as a lot of the cars i've since seen since then so it was pretty much ready to go i just had to wait for them to get the the title to me uh, that was probably the only real delay and that was not too bad either i mean frankly i just wish they were all this easy but uh I got the car cleaned up. I uh, I had a total of about uh, $1,536 in, into the car based on my notes. And I, I priced it at 3100 bucks. And I actually par I parked it on a park and sell lot where, where other uh, other flippers were, frankly, parking their car alongside of folks who were just selling their own car. And I think within, uh, let me see. Within five days of advertising it, I sold the thing for twenty eight hundred bucks, and I netted uh, 
$1,264. So my, my my total hold time was actually 21 days because I had to, to wait a couple weeks before they got the title to me because I, I wasn't going to sell the car until I had a title in hand. And that happens sometimes when you're dealing with car dealers because they'll they'll sell the car and maybe they haven't got the it's a trade in they don't have the car the title in hand yet, but that one went so well and it was so great and I, and I thought man I could do this over and over again it was so encouraged because all I had to do was wash the damn thing find it buy it wash it park it advertise it sell it bam it was i was golden so that was that was a win right out of the chute and i was so happy i i i'd walked away with 1264 bucks in my pocket very little money at risk and i knew i'm going to make a bunch of money doing this and then i bought another Pontiac Grand Prix and <laughs> what did you know it didn't quite go that way when i get back i'll tell you what happened Are you an experienced car flipper who is interested in finding new paths to reaching your goals? Are you new to car flipping and hoping to find the quickest path to success? Or do you operate a successful car dealership and recognize that sometimes an outside pair of eyes can make all the difference in getting to that next level? I'm Randy Lee, host of The Flipping Genius. I offer one-on-one -on -one consulting and coaching services to help you reach your goals. Schedule a free 20-minute face-to-face Zoom consultation with me at www.flippinggenius.com. Let's find out how I can help. Okay, welcome back to the Flippin' Genius Podcast. Now, I was telling you about the, uh, the first Grand Prix golden right walk away with almost 1300 bucks and i'm thinking i cannot lose so there's an auction coming up at a public auction and i'm going to go to that i figure i'll buy at least one maybe two cars make a bunch more money this is going to be so great so i go and i'm armed with my profits from the the previous car and uh sure enough first night i buy two vehicles one is another grand prix which i'm sure i'm going to make a bunch of money on. it's a 2000 grand prix nice looking car the other one is a 99 Isuzu Trooper. Now remember, this is 12 years ago, so these are both pretty good cars. I paid 700 bucks for the the first Grand Prix, uh, or the second Grand Prix. I'm excited about that. I got the Trooper for 950 dollars. So uh, I think I got the title right away on the on the Grand Prix. So I wanted to go to work on it first. Plus, I'm all excited because I know, man, all I got to do is clean this, park it, and boom, I'm in in, in like Flynn, right? <laughs> well, guess what? Not so fast. So uh, my auction fees are about eighty-five bucks. My cleaning fees about ten bucks, and I put about four hundred twenty-five dollars into repairing this thing. I think I had to put a battery in it, and maybe a maybe a a, a starter or a uh, uh, an alternator. And then I find out it's got a, a bad head gasket issue. Anyway, long story short, I wind up putting that vehicle back through the auction and selling it as is. Uh, took my lumps. I've got 1250 bucks in it. I sell it for $600 and I wind up losing 650 bucks. So it took, uh, it took 38 business days to, uh, to lose that money. <laughs> and, uh, I, I probably could have, uh, I probably could have doctored the car up and sold it. Cause a lot of people do that, put, put, uh, some kind of a treatment in it to to you know hide the uh, the the uh, 
head gasket issue, and that's really what you're doing when you use those treatments. Um, but rather than that, I, I just brought it back to the public auction, sold it as is, and allowed the buyer beware. I, I mentioned that at the uh, up from the um, the auction booth. I told the auctioneer that I'm selling the car. It's got a, a, a coolant leak. Anyway, sold the vehicle, lost money, not happy. So I'm one and one, right? Um, but in reality, in reality, in the same time, I'm working on this this trooper. So, uh, fortunately, the trooper went super fast. I paid 950 bucks for it. Um, a few auction fees. All I had to do is clean this thing up. Amazing. I I honestly did got very lucky on that. Uh, it was probably my first what I used to call the the thousand dollar car wash because literally this car just needed to be cleaned. I don't know. Sometimes you just get a good deal, and I got a good deal on that one. I had a total in, in it of just eleven hundred twenty five bucks, and I sold it in a matter of a day or two for uh, uh, twenty five hundred dollars. I made thirteen hundred seventy five dollars, and uh, it was a great car. Actually, actually. Uh, Ran into the, the buyer of that car several times over the years, and what a cool thing! So uh, that that probably I was probably pretty fortunate because I was able to to get two victories before I got to that loss. Um, but uh, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose some, and it's important to know, and it's how how do you handle that? Now I, I could have I could have handled it a, a few different ways, but in my mind, the best thing to do is to tell the truth. And sell it quickly and kind of take my lumps and move on. Um, but that's what I did. Hey, if you've got input about what you've done on deals and you'd like to share them with me, please do. Send anything you got to flippingquestions at gmail.com. If you've got questions you'd like to, to have addressed either on a future episode or for me to call you or write you, I'd be happy to do that. Send them to flippingquestions at gmail.com. And, uh, be delighted to to have your input and if you have suggestions on what you'd like to hear on future episodes please send those along flipping questions at gmail.com you can see some of our videos too on the flipping genius youtube channel and we also have a flipping genius tiktok channel i don't know how much value is there i'm just trying to be funny there i think i'm not sure what to do with that but i'm trying to work that too um and of course you can go to flippinggenius.com with just one g in the middle and you can hear all of our podcasts in one place we'll be right back with some more victory stories in just a second Okay, I told you on a previous episode that I'm a professional athlete. <laughs> I told you that uh, I get paid to walk because I use my walking time to, to uncover deals. And probably the first time that I did that in the car business was in uh, about like about 12 years ago. Uh, I was I actually took a walk for exercise and I found a 1988 Ford Bronco two. And it was a, a two-door, nice-looking vehicle, and uh, it, it needed a little bit of cleaning. And I bought this thing. I can't remember what they were, were asking for it, but I wound up buying it for 450 bucks. And uh, mechanically, pretty pretty solid. And I took it home, cleaned it up, and uh, I had to maybe put a battery in it, maybe some something simple like that. I had a total invested in it of 580 bucks. 
um, I at the time I was uh, I was using a uh, a parking lot of a little grocery store. Uh, I had uh, graduated from the park and sell lot to a grocery store that was near near me, and uh, had a deal there. I think there where I I paid him twenty five bucks or something when I sold a car, and uh, so I rolled it down there. Drove it down, drove it down there, didn't roll it down there. <laughs> and I parked it, and uh, I think in a matter of 12 hours, I, I sold the vehicle uh, for 1050 and I, my total profit was about 470 bucks. So, I, in fact, I think all I had to do, to, as far as cleaning, I don't think I had to clean. All I had to do is clean the, the window chalk off the window that the other guy had put on there and just put my price on there and then I advertised it on uh I had a website already built uh not you know it's pretty primitive one but uh I I sold it in in one business day and made 470 bucks and uh so I kind of I kind of thought of that as as my first professional walk so that was that was a pretty cool victory so I I early on you know early on I was having a lot of wins and I did I I consistently had win after win after win that 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 first year I don't think there was a lot of real bad ones the worst one was that was that uh that grand prix but naturally some stuff happened along the way and uh and it continues to happen some stuff that's not great but that's just life, and you got to get back up at it. Uh, so those were those were some fun ones early on. It took very, really very little skill. It it took uh, at least at least from from my standpoint, you know that that was that was marketing really to be able to take something else that, that somebody uh, sold me for four hundred fifty dollars and, and and double the money at least. Uh, and and that's that's a skill, no doubt. And I kind of discount the things that I'm good at, which is is marketing. Um, but it's knowing what you're good at and knowing what your teammates are good at, also. So when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about that, about having a team that helps you get to that victory, because you can't do it all by yourself. So let's take a little break, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to talk about a few deals more recently that I've done and how important it was to have a good team behind me. Flippin' Genius Podcast will be right back in a minute. Thanks for listening. Hey, you know, when we started the Flipping Genius Podcast, one of the things I thought that we could do to create revenue is create a digital training course about car flipping. And then I discovered Jeremy Fisher had already created a three-hour car flip and a three-hour car Flip Academy. He did a, such a fantastic job. I didn't see any way that I could duplicate that effort anywhere near the price that he was willing to, to, to charge. And then I invited Jeremy to come share the microphone with us in episode 42 of Flipping Genius. He did, which is exciting to me. And, and then he said we could sell his product on our website for less than $50. And he'd even give us a small commission every time we sold one. It's a great deal, and it's a great course. It'll help you make some money no matter where you're at in the flipping game. I encourage you to go to FlippingGenius.com, click on Resources, click on More Great Stuff, and buy Jeremy's course. It's less than $50. I'm confident that you will make probably 10 times that much on your very first flip. It's very well worth it. Okay, welcome back 
Flippin' Genius Podcast. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hey, I really do appreciate you listening. And if you uh, have any questions, fire them off to me at flippinquestions at gmail.com. And come back every Wednesday. We'll have a new episode. If you haven't listened to all of them, listen, download them, take them with you where you go, and share the Flippin' Genius uh, Podcast with everybody. Hey, we're going to have some special things coming out, too. Uh, uh, I'm working on a special... uh, membership group and uh, frankly trying to generate some streams of revenue off this thing so I can make it worth my time I hope you understand that so uh, the the bigger this gets the better because I have a chance to make a little bit of money on advertising um, and naturally everybody's got to make money so I hope you can appreciate that and speaking of making money I thought I'd take you through a couple more uh, uh, deals and and the one I'm going to tell you about right away is I don't know that it's really that sexy. It's just real. It's just a real one, and it's actually one that, that's happened fairly recently. And I'm just going to walk you through. I'm going to actually walk you through my paperwork. Uh, I'm battling a, a, a cold right now, and I, I think the medicine's got me feeling a little groggy. So I thought, hey, let's just go through the paperwork and tell the truth. So um, this one I'm talking about just happened this year. Uh, it's a it's a, a 07 Trailblazer, pretty pretty decent looking vehicle that I bought at the uh, the car auction, the dealer auction. I, uh, I my my winning bid was uh, 800 bucks in it for a 07 Trailblazer, and it, I I say that at the risk of everybody who buys things from me knowing exactly what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just tell you the truth. $800, and then my fees from the auction were going to be $195. And I saved uh, 50 bucks on my auction fees because I I am a member of the uh, local association, so that, that saved me a little bit of money. And then I, I immediately drove it to my, uh, my, my uh, mechanic because I have him check everything out, and when he did... He uh, basically gives me a list of the things we need to fix on this thing. Uh, like I said, this is not real sexy. But some of the things that weren't working were, were things on the dashboard uh, that, that weren't uh, functioning properly. And also the, the, the windows wouldn't go up and down and the locks wouldn't work from the driver's side. But I noticed they did work from the passenger's side. So it turned out just needed a, a new switch in the, uh, the driver's side door. Now, that could have cost me... A couple hundred bucks if I let them go buy it, but I bought it myself from a salvage uh, company in Illinois. I'm looking at the receipt right here. Total cost was 45 bucks with shipping to me that I carried it over. And again, I've talked to you about this. I've talked to you about in past episodes. If your mechanics will let you buy your own parts, you're going to save some money. So that's something I did. Um, other parts we needed to get were uh, uh, blower motors for the uh, for the air conditioning and heat. Those weren't working. Um, need front wheel bearing. Uh, we needed uh, that driver's master switch that I just talked about, and we needed outer tie rod ends because the car the the vehicle was making some shake, doing some shaking, and uh, that's what needed to be done. Again, they let me buy that stuff myself, and there I went to Rock Auto and bought some stuff. It was going to cost me about $400, I think. I got parts from Rock Auto. Total was less than $100. So as I've said many times, you make your money when you buy it, and that goes not only when you're buying the, the vehicle itself, but also when you're buying the parts. So 
So because my mechanic is good and knows how to do the repairs and I trust him and he does the stuff right, I was able to to get it repaired right and keep my costs down low um, on not only the repairs but on the, the parts themselves. My total out-of-pocket to the guys that do my work uh, Dennis Johnson. If you're not, if you're, if you're from around the the block here, I always like to plug Dennis. Uh, total out of pocket there was six hundred fifteen dollars. I believe I'm, I believe that I gave him seven one hundred dollar bills. And being that Dennis is a great guy, he uh, handed me fifteen bucks back. So I saved a little money on this one, paying cash. I've told you to do that before. I did it there. I, I I'm just telling you this. I practice what I preach. Uh, when I when I put the vehicle for sale, I offered it with a, a limited warranty. I buy that warranty from an outside company. I use a company called ASC, and they warranty the powertrain, the the engine, transmission, the water pump. And in this case, I was just offering a three month, three thousand mile warranty. And frankly, I'll I can get that for ninety bucks. I charge what I pay for it to the customer. But, you know, I, I, I kind of present it that way. You can either take it with it or without it. He said, I want it, so it will protect me in case something happens. Really good vehicle. I wasn't really worried about it. And I said, you know, I probably wouldn't take it if I were you. And he said, I'd feel more comfortable if I bought it with, with a warranty. So that was another $90. Um, anyway, after it was all repaired, uh, I did a little bit of cleaning myself. Um, my total... On that thing, uh, let's see, where'd I go? Hang on a second. <laughs> I'm trying to give you the dead-on scoop. Here we go. Um, Out-of-pocket cost for me was $1,860. That's all my expenses. And I sold that vehicle for $3,304. That gave me a net of $1,444 dollars. And I turned it around in 32 days, and that included everything I just told you about. And that is the kind of victory that I I can put together because I've got a good team. I've got I've got a good solid team of mechanics that that help me and direct me, and I've also got folks that can can do detailing work. Um, and a, and a variety of other folks, but in that in that case, I'm pretty much just using my my mechanic crew. They did a great job, helped me make some serious money. So, um, I calculated that at a 78 percent return on my investment. So, I for the 1860 dollars I invested, I made 1444 dollars. I will take that all day long, and uh, that's that's you know kind of my target all the time. So that's what I'm looking for these days. I kind of graduated up to that and I jumped from wins that I made 12 years ago to a win I made, you know, a half hour ago. Um, just to say that that's the kind of thing I've been doing for a long time now. And it's something that you can build up to. Now, I, I, I don't want to dwell on this too much more, I guess. I, I, I know that I can, I got files and files and files and I can go through each one of these and break them down and tell you, what what I've done, and I don't want to sit here and brag because I think anybody can do what I do, and that's why I decided to do the podcast. I appreciate you listening, and I really would like for you to send me your questions and your input and uh, send it to Flipping Genius. I'm sorry, Flipping Questions at gmail.com. 
and uh, I'll be happy to answer them in future podcasts. We've got a lot of good things coming up in the future. I had uh, some other plans. I got kind of knocked off course with the uh, coronavirus this week, so I I hope that that this information about how to win (laughs) has helped. My point being that you know, when you get knocked down, you got to get back up and get after it. And you got to realize that you're going to have problems in every flip. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. I mean, sometimes they're just easy and wonderful. But most of the time, you're going to run into something that needs to be done to to justify the increased price that you're going to have to get. And sometimes it's just cleaning. Sometimes it's an engine replacement. And anything in between can happen. And, and, and there are cases where it just doesn't make sense to do the work to get the, the, that, that victory, and you just have to accept the loss and go forward. That's my opinion, but your opinion could be different, depends on the situation. Hey, you've listened to the Flipping Genius podcast, and I, I really appreciate your time. I'm going to take one last break. We'll come back and wrap it up and uh, tell you about future episodes. Thanks so much. Are you an experienced car flipper who is interested in finding new paths to reaching your goals? Are you new to car flipping and hoping to find the quickest path to success? Or do you operate a successful car dealership and recognize that sometimes an outside pair of eyes can make all the difference in getting to that next level? I'm Randy Lee, host of The Flipping Genius. I offer one-on-one consulting and coaching services to help you reach your goals. Schedule a free 20-minute face-to-face Zoom consultation with me at www.flippinggenius.com. Let's find out how I can help. Hey, you know, as I was doing uh, my notes for this episode and wrapping this up, I thought of a couple things. One was team victory, and another was long-term success. And I think if you operate as a team and you build a team with people that you trust and you think of a long view of things, you will have long-term success. I think this is vital to business in general and in your flipping business. That's how I prefer to look at things. I want to build something with the people that I trust and make it so it's it's uh, beneficial to them too. A couple little things that I do that maybe I haven't mentioned is maybe bring some donuts or pizza to the guys at the at the mechanic shop, or maybe uh, a cash offering to somebody who gives me a good referral, either for a buy or a sell uh, lead, and uh, maybe a gift card to a nice restaurant for somebody that helps me with with a, a loan or or just helps me in general. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that help you along the way. And I believe in in giving back and showing appreciation and moving forward and letting people know that they're part of your team. I think it, it really means a lot to them to know that you care about them, depend upon them, and trust them. So the fact is, you may not be a car flipper forever. This may not be something you do forever, or might be. But whatever you're going to do is you're going to be you forever. So I just think it's a good idea to represent yourself the best way possible. And I think back to old Coach DeMarco when he was knocking me on my ass. And he was knocking me on my ass. And he was knocking me on my ass. If he had let me up and then grabbed me and gave me a lesson, 
whispered in my ear a little bit. That would have been so much better. And he never did that that I remember. But I know there were coaches that did. Uh, Coach Dave Roberts from DeVilbus High School is one that came to mind. What a great job he did. He was such a great coach. And he, he helped shape me along my way as not just an athlete but as a young man. And as a man, and eventually as a coach, as I coached high school football later and tried to do the same things that I saw him do and tried to coach from the blocking sled because I know that's a good place to teach. And I hope that a little bit of that comes out here as we do the Flippin' Genius podcast. So keep this stuff in mind. Know that we've got some good things coming up. Uh, Our schedule got thrown off a little bit by the coronavirus as everybody's did take care of your families everybody take care of yourselves and i look forward to seeing you down the road let's work together let's make some money let's all become flipping geniuses thanks for tuning in i'll see you next time You've been listening to the Flippin' Genius Podcast. Thanks so much for taking the time. Please download and share with your friends. Come back often and look for new episodes to come out each Wednesday. Thanks, too, for our sponsors, Anchor. Anchor is the best place to record your podcast. If you're thinking about getting in the podcast game, check them out, anchor.fm. If you love to smoke a cigar like I do, get your sticks from jordancigar.com that's j-o-r-d-a-n cigar.com great cigars, great humidors and if you want to make sure that your staff looks professional and is easy to identify go to ideas2identify.com that's ideas, the number two identify.com they make getting name badges for your crew easy I'll see you next time, thanks so much this is the Flippin' Genius Podcast flippinggenius.com Hey, you know, when we started the Flipping Genius podcast, one of the things I thought that we could do to create revenue is create a digital training course about car flipping. And then I discovered Jeremy Fisher had already created a three-hour car flip and a three-hour car flip academy. He did such a fantastic job. I didn't see any way that I could duplicate that effort anywhere near the price that he was willing to, to, to charge. And then I invited Jeremy to come share the microphone with us in episode 42 of Flipping Genius. He did, which is exciting to me. And and then he said we could sell his product on our website for less than $50. And he'd even give us a small commission every time we sold one. It's a great deal. And it's a great course. It'll help you make some money no matter where you're at in the flipping game. I encourage you to go to flippinggenius.com, click on resources, click on more great stuff, and buy Jeremy's course. It's less than $50. I'm confident that you will make probably 10 times that much on your very first flip. It's very well worth it.